to another episode of the More Than Lucky podcast. This is Stephanie Lear, your host. This podcast is for women who know it takes more than luck. I'm here sharing my experiences with my personal growth, what I've learned, and how it's transformed my life. And I'm so glad that you're here to follow along. 2022 is nearly at an end. Christmas is nearly here. And the Gabrielle Bernstein Manifesting Challenge is around the corner. I've just signed up for it. I'm so excited. I've actually bought some gifts, um, gift registrations for some friends who I'm so hoping that they'll also give it a go. I know I've tried it. A few of my friends have tried it. And it's just been such a positive experience for me. It's really taught me a lot. And it's taught me so much about finding alignment and releasing control on everything that I can't control the outcomes for. And I've just had incredible experiences and I just know it works. It's brought great change to my life. I have so much more happiness. I live with more peace. And I know it's from so many of the learnings and the tools that I've gotten from doing this manifesting challenge the past couple of years. Last year when I started to do it, I had this incredible moment. I shared it in an episode where I opened up a my grandma's ring box and found a note I didn't even recall writing myself. And there on that note, I was giving up to the universe what I was focusing on for that challenge. And I just was blown away with the transformation that I saw in that area of my life. I had written it down on that piece of paper that January, at the beginning of 2021. And then as I got there, January 2022, and I read that note, I was just like, wow, this, this is for real. I've seen transformation in this area of my life, and I know it's because I worked hard on it, because I made choices, I grew, I evolved. And it just made me so excited to dive in for what I wanted to focus on for 2022. And here at the end of 2022, I tell you once again, it worked. It wasn't just the manifesting challenge, though. It's all the other learning I do throughout the year. It's the podcasts I listen to, the books that I read, the people I talk to, conversations with family, with friends. And I'm always willing to challenge myself a little bit further. And in 2022, there was an area of my life that I really wanted to see transformation. And I gave that to the universe and the manifesting challenge. And I found myself struggling with it partway through the year. And then I was reading one of Gabby's books and she was simply saying, it's so basic, but it works. She really just encouraged me to get down and pray and release and release it to God and to the universe. And to open my heart and my eyes to see new opportunities. And sure enough, it really did work for me. And it brought into my life what I was looking for. But I've also had to continue to work at it from there. Because I know there's a reason why I've struggled with it. So it's not just going to fall in my lap. And it's not just going to sit there comfortably. But if I really want to hold on to that and see that flourish then that's something I'm going to have to continue to work on and make an effort about. So I invite you. Hopefully I'm getting this up before January 1st, and hopefully there's time for you to register for the Manifesting Challenge. But if not, I encourage you to check out Gabby Bernstein's content anyways. She has her Miracle Network. I'm not a subscriber, but it looks like there's incredible content there. And just to put some icing on this cake, before I got started recording today, I took a moment to draw a card from the card deck from The Universe Has Your Back, an amazing book by Gabby that has really helped me transform my fear into faith. 
In the card today, this is what it says. My faith has the power to turn trauma into healing, conflict into growth, and fear into love. Again. My faith has the power to turn trauma into healing, conflict into growth, and fear into love. I'll tell you, this speaks volumes to me today. I was really struggling with some personal life things, and I found myself really leaning on my faith and really reflecting on that for strength and also confidence that I was making the right decisions for myself. So I really appreciate this card today because my faith does have the power to turn trauma into healing, conflict into growth, and fear into love. And I know that's possible because I've experienced it. So this season on my podcast, I really want to share what's going on with me, what I'm learning, and what some of my experiences are that I, where I've experienced huge shifts in my life. So in today's episode, I'm just going to do a quick intro to start sharing about a new book I started, one of Gabby's books, Super Attractor. And then I want to share some of my personal experiences around a transformative moment of my life. So I'm starting to read Gabby's Super Attractor. I think one of the funniest little things that I discovered when I opened this book was that for some reason, I had it in my brain that she'd written this book before The Universe Has Your Back. And so I was sort of coming into it with that perspective, but right away she broke all of my thoughts. Because in fact, she said, this is the perfect book to follow up, to read after The Universe Has Your Back, because it's her intention to do a bit of a deeper dive into some of the tools and practices for a strong spiritual practice. And I really appreciated that that was something that's been on my mind lately. And so with the thankfulness of how aligned I am, I just, I praised that. And I just, I knew I'm like, yes, this is the right time to read this book. I'm reading this all in the right order. I'm really grateful for that. So I want to share a bit of, maybe a little bit of my personal book club of one review and just sort of share a bit of what I'm seeing in there. And maybe you'll consider picking up the book too. I really like the introduction in this because I feel like Gabby is giving a really clear outline and walking the reader through what they can expect in the book. I don't normally see this in a lot of books where they're introducing each chapter, giving a couple of paragraphs about what you can expect there. I thought that was really cool because I find that Gabby's using that to really reassure and build confidence in the reader that this is where they are meant to be and that there's a message here for them. I think those introductions to each chapter is really helpful and also helps create the right mindset and sort of entering into the discussion with the book, if you will. And I'm so thankful that this is intended to teach the methods and skills to build a stronger spiritual connection. I think I've learned so much the past couple of years, and it's really been on my focus that that needs to be a part of my daily life in a more significant way, especially as I find that's a place where I get a lot of strength. And it also gives me a lot of peace in my life. But I've also just really valued being able to share what I'm learning through my podcast. And I know a lot of that learning and receiving for me also happens when I have a strong spiritual practice and I'm feeling really connected. I also really appreciate that in the introduction, Gabby's talking about why you might be feeling disconnected. And it's from a variety of reasons. And she just sort of goes over the gambit and allows you to sort of find your space within that and how you might relate to what she's going to be talking about. I think sharing all those different experiences people have, which block their connection, 
or their ability to attract things can really sort of help people to sort of come to it with some sort of humility in which you might be able to more easily receive and reevaluate. So I'm really excited to dive into this book. I only read the introduction last night and I wanted to share and record this reflection here with you before I get further into it. But I really look forward to sharing my reflections on each of the chapters as I go through the book. So the second part of today's podcast, I want to start sharing a bit of a series of moments that have really moved me in my life. And I think one of the most transformative experiences in my life um, was really that summer I turned 16 and I'd gone to Colombia with a group of people from my church. Um, And that was really my first lesson in faith and listening. I remember when they started talking about the, these mission trips and that this is something the church was planning and it caught my attention right away. I've never had an opportunity to travel. I'm, I went to Rochester with my parents and maybe at West Canada when I was very young, but my scope of travel was super limited. I hadn't been anywhere. I didn't know anything. Um, and the church had organized three different mission trips. Um, they had, a group going to Colombia to connect with some missionaries that worked with the university students and did other things there. They were going to Belarus. I think if I recall, that was to work at a summer camp with a woman who'd long attended our church, but had gone out and started working there. And then the third group, I believe they were going to the Philippines and that might've been going to an orphanage, if I recall that correctly. And I remember the church had a meeting, really talking about these trips, explaining how this would all work but also really asking people to spend time in prayer and connection and really seeking that direction as if this was something you're called to be a part of. And I really felt that calling for myself. I was 15, but I felt it. And in prayer, I really saw that clarity that I should be going and I should join the team going to Columbia. I think my parents were shocked. I think they still say that. I think my dad had a hard time wrapping his head around it. And I just shared my certainty of faith that it was something that I should do. I think that just blew them away. I think a lot of the things I said as a young person blew them away. But I think it's all in wonderful ways. (laughs) I mean, reality was I was young and naive. I didn't know what the risks were. I didn't know about concerns about money. I didn't understand about political instability. I didn't know anything. I just knew that this was something I was called to be a part of. So needless to say, my parents and my sister, who's a few years older than me, super stressed. But here's what stuck with me for life from that trip. Right away when we got down there, we were staying with a host family. And I remember another girl in my group were staying with this family. We didn't know what time we were supposed to meet up with people, but we were relying on our host. The host at our house just decided we looked tired and she didn't want to wake us up. And we were running late. We found out later after not going to visit some children in a program, I think that's what we were doing, and I'd brought all these stuffed animals I was going to give to them. We found out later in the day that there had been some situation to do with a bomb in that area. And in fact, it was actually a blessing that we weren't there, and that we were safe. Another moment that really stood out to me while I was there was the increasing awareness of how life looks outside of the Western world. I think that was really important for me to see at that formative age. It's coming into my own. You start earning your own money. You start going to work. You're going to school as a teenager. But then all of a sudden, you're in this totally different culture. 
People live very differently. Homes look very different. And you're visiting people in a senior's home that has a dirt floor and awnings for roofs. And I just, I really expanded my understanding of the world and how people were living and how blessed I was in this life that I had here in Toronto. I remember one evening, um, we were at a service with local community of Christians there. And I was really struck at being so far from home. And this might sound simple, but I remember thinking I was so far from home. But I thought it was so cool that I was looking at the same moon that I looked at from here in Toronto. Here we are, all these people in this service we'd attended that were, that were also Christian and praising the same Lord, really realizing how united we were, um, even being so far apart. And I mean that in regardless of any faith tradition but i just it, that physical distance but just how similar things were and what people were doing were the same it just really stuck struck me as this incredible like mind growth and how i could see my place in the world one of the other things that i really learned there was the depth of what i'll call a generational war unfortunately there's a lot of countries and societies that have generations of anger and war and pain. And someone from outside of any of those communities could be like, well, why don't they just talk to each other? They must be able to just sort this out. But it goes so much deeper than that. And at that time, when I was 15, 16, and I asked that question because I'd never encountered anything like this before. I wasn't aware of the political things of the world. I really got a deep, deep understanding for how generations deep a lot of that pain is and a lot of that struggle. And people on the outside can't just step in and fix things with magic wands. But it takes like a lot of work and it's not for me to necessarily understand because there's nothing black and white about it. It's very complex. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of history. And realizing that at that age really helped me better understand a lot of what I see on the news each night. And all of these experiences... I've said this a few times, but it really helped me see my place in the world. I really have a respect for what I don't understand, especially when it comes to conflict. And I have great faith that I am guided. I don't know how anything will turn out, but I am empowered knowing that I am aligned to the power and path for my life. And that's something I've worked really hard to discover. And so for me, this was one of those really early moments 16 years old, you've left home for the first time for three weeks without any family members, just people, people from my church, living with strangers at times, not knowing that I needed to hold on to the other half of my plane ticket for the trip home. Who thought someone would give a teenager their plane ticket for the trip home at the beginning of the trip? <laughs> Thank God I kept it as a memento. I'll never forget that trip. It really formed me in who I am and my view of life. And I'm so grateful for that. Has travel influenced your life? What was a formative experience in your teenage years that really shifted your worldview? Or maybe your local view, or maybe your view of family? I'm going to continue to share more about the impact of my travel later this season talk more about my year at sea and all that gave me. So send me your stories. 
You can message me on Instagram, morethanlucky.podcast. Please follow. Or you can shoot me an email at morethanluckypodcast at gmail.com. And I promise I'll check my email account. I really look forward to hearing from my listeners, hearing your stories. I'd love to get a glimpse of these transformative moments in your life. And I look forward to continuing to talk about this all season. Thanks for listening. Bye.